Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Here's your host, Chris, here with Ro and Brandon, and we are here to review Soul, a musician who has lost his passion for music, is transported out of his body, and must find his way back with double of an infant soul learning about herself. The directors are uh, Pete Doctor, and uh, the co-director for this was Kemp Powers. Um, stars uh, Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey. Let's see, Graham Norton, Rachel House. Um, what do you think of this film, Felicia Rashad? What do you think of this film? Um, it's interesting that we're watching a film that's named after something I feel like I lost tonight from watching another film. But I thought Soul was amazing. Like, I did not expect much from Soul from the previews and the trailers. I was like, oh, they're doing a black film. Okay, cool. Pixar doing a black film. That's cool. I can't wait for him to turn into something other than a black person and then to watch black Twitter completely tear it apart as if it's the worst thing that ever happened on the planet and as if no other Pixar film is about inanimate objects or things that aren't actually people like feelings and shit. But I, I started watching it and I feel like it went to a completely different place than I thought it was going to go. And that's probably because I watched the trailers, but I really didn't care enough to pay full attention to the trailers. And this film just kind of blew my mind with the score, um, the acting. I thought Tina Fey and Jamie Foxx opposite each other worked very well together. This is a very toned down Tina Fey because it took me a while to figure out whose voice it was for that character. And that usually doesn't happen with her. I usually recognize her. I've seen Baby Mama like 23,000 times at this point. So if it's Amy Poehler or Tina Fey's voice, I usually recognize it instantly. I didn't with her. And I like the questions that this film just presents, like um, just like the whole like, theological questions and life after death questions and stuff like that. But I think the thing that sold it for me the most was the fucking barbershop scene. That shit was done so well. It was like they had a room full of black writers at that point. I know they did. Because there's no way they got that shit so accurate from the conversation from the way the niggas minds was being blown while they was waiting to get in the chair like it was just it was perfect i've had that exact experience so many times sitting in a barbershop and they nailed it it was it was great yeah no i um it, it's so right the, the film is sounds cheesy but it has some soul to it right this film really it, it it it's so funny. It's it's that thing of which kind of and all these Pixar films are like this, right? It's why Pixar just knows how to hit you in the in the gut with these things and, and make you feel like you're you're cutting onions. It it no it's asking like what is your purpose? Like that is the sim- the, the 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 centralized theme of this film is finding out what your purpose is and and what your passions are and what kind of motivates you. And it's so crazy to say this because it's a, it's Four quote unquote four kids, but like, what is your reason to live? Right to have an animated film that's made for kids talk about that kind of stuff and kind of make that the centralized theme throughout this whole thing. I mean, it's something that Pixar just does though. That's the kind of stuff they they're they're known for doing, and this film does it. So, what did you think? I really like this movie. I don't. I didn't think it was a kids movie, but I very rarely think Pixar movies are kids movies. So I've just kind of put that to the wayside. I love the jazz. I loved how it moved. I loved how it was drawn. It looked beautiful on the screen. Um, 
I like the dynamic between all of the characters and I have a problem with the fact that we as the black community, AKA the ones who like to be vocal, want to just dig into everything and take issue with how we get represented on the screen in what they consider to be narrow and positive ways. I liked the way that they kind of played around with the character and how they move things. And I also liked all the philosophical questions. I told a friend of mine after I saw this, if anyone ever wants to know what my imposter syndrome looks and sounds like, there is a scene in here. That is it to a T. I was traumatized. I was not okay. I was like, I, I feel I'm in this and I don't like any of it. And why is it so loud? But um, I also feel like this is a movie that has some messages that I think people missed. And I think that's why, like, okay, fine. You have a problem with the fact that in the trailer, it becomes readily clear that the, the, the lead character gets disembodied. And, I mean, I'm not just my outside and what I look like. And so the question of what makes you who you are, what's important, uh, what do you see, and how do you want to be seen? I don't think I've seen it better done than in Soul. So I find the conversations and the, and the direction of how things are going to be highly ironic. It's not my most favorite Pixar movie, but it's up there for me. Well, and I think real, it... Real quick, before you back off the other thing you were saying there, I, I mm-hmm. also want to want to say that it's like at at some point we got to stop talking down these kind of things and, and shooting them down before we even really see it because I think the disembodied part that people the the part they're really like talking about it's not as big of a part of the film as they think it is and so it's yeah I it, it's a lot of people are thinking are going to talk themselves out of the film. I think everybody should see this movie and they should kind of let it be what it is. And I don't think that you should pay too much attention, not even to us at a certain point past what we say. I really appreciated this movie because the movie really is about what is the soul of you? What makes you up? What's your purpose? And how did you get there? And what do you do with what you've been given? All of it. And I think we also have this idea about what we think are positive, positive imaging of black people and what that has to look like and how it has to be on screen and we get real quite frankly adamant about certain aspects of it that i think are less important so there's a part of this movie that i immediately saw people were taking issue with but i was like but we just spent all this other time with him right there Mm -hmm. and i think this goes down to what people's ideas of blackness are and i think it should start a conversation that people are really, really not ready to have, but maybe they, maybe we need to push it. Maybe we need to force the conversation in those things because this movie gave me a whole bunch of life in a whole bunch of different ways. I mean, like one of the, the lead characters in here isn't in here very long and it's a movie about jazz and the star, the jazz musician who's the star is a woman. Not a man, particularly for the instrument they have that they show this woman plays. So the way that they leaned into Harlem, the way that they leaned into jazz, the way that they kind of drew inspiration from the the era and the city, this looked like New York. All right. Looked like a whole lot of New York. Well, can we talk about the look? Can we just talk about like 
Pixar always brings it when it comes to how their films look. But I'm not going to lie. Was it just me or were there several times? And this is going to be important, especially when we talk about the other film we talk about tonight. Because I don't want to hear anybody saying, well, streaming, maybe your TV was off or something like that. There are times when I'm watching this Pixar animated film and I go, was that real or was that supposed to be animated? Right. Like, was that? Did they shoot a real scene or was this? Oh, no, they animated that. That looks really, really good. Like, this film is animated extremely well. It looks very good on my TV. When it's supposed to look good, it looks good. When you're supposed to have something feel surreal, it looks it and feels it. It's still got that whimsy and lightness, but when it needed to have depth and profoundness, it's there. And they did it all with the color, with the CGI, with the blend, all of it. It looked gorgeous. I put this on my computer screen and then on a TV, and it looked beautiful on both. So I don't even want to hear any of that. But the movie is extremely existential and meta. And I think the parts that required the the parts of the story that happen in order for the meta aspects to be best developed are the parts that certain a certain segment of black folks are taking issue with. And I think that that just means they need to go deal with themselves. It's not a perfect movie by any means. I don't want to give that impression. But I really enjoyed it. I liked the questions it was asking. I liked the message behind it. I thought it was enduring. I thought it had just a little, just enough marshmallow puffiness and jokes and uh, Easter eggs, especially like all of the uh, the painting Easter eggs when they had people moving around in the shadows, literally becoming the shadows and the images they picked for that. Also, the, and, the next joke is hilarious. Yes. I Yeah. I feel sorry yes. for Knicks fans. But it had running jokes all the way yeah. through, so it managed not to let it get too heavy. But given that this studio has, and I mean Disney more so than Pixar, has a history of mishandling the representation of anything that connotes blackness, let alone a actual physical black characters drawn I think I think they well, got that well I, I they think got that, they I, got that right I think we can probably look at part of the the co-director for this right Kemp Powers so yeah. he you know you, Kemp Powers probably had a lot of probably hope correct this so that I think that Pete Doctor would have been been fine and this, this film would have been an okay film but I think having Kemp Powers there and having a black co-director here probably helps give you that little edge and get you that over that hump of like, oh, wow, you, like, like Brandon was saying, you nailed the barbershop scene. Well, this, yeah. was a, this was a passion project. So I think that's one of the reasons that it was so properly handled. Like, this guy really did want to do like a representation of Harlem and like the Renaissance-ness and the jazz portion. Like, all of that were things that he fought to keep in this film. Even when, because I think this was, I can't remember if this was like one of the head people over at Pixar, but they, they were like moving films through as they do. And maybe there was like a change in studios or something. I can't remember exactly what I read, but it was something where this, this project kind of just sat in limbo because of the way he wanted to do it. He was right. like, no, I'm not going to hand this off. I don't want someone else to come in and do this. This, this is a personal passion project for me. And there's a way I want it to be done. And it has to be done this way. So I appreciate that, and I think it is very well reflected in the imagery from the descriptions that y'all gave to New York, to the 
the profoundness and like you said, the uh, existentialism that is all of the questions asked in the whole beginning of the film, even to the way they abstractly drew characters in the after realm and the other all of that were things that they consciously did. They they did those were discussions they had about how do we want to how do we want to develop this realm or these different realms? How do we want to create these characters? Even to the point where I was like, this film is kind of dark when you get into the whole lost souls aspect of everything and how people get there, how they were able to connect that realm to the actual realm of Earth and the journey that people take in between. And, you know, even subjecting a character to that, I thought all of that was done very well and it was thought provoking and it, it, it cuts deep. Like I, I felt really, really bad for the explanation of how people got to that realm. Yeah. You know, you can connect with it. And it, it was it really was something that we talk about in, you know, dealing with anxieties and depressions and lack of fulfillment and all of those things that we can all relate to. Um, and we've seen friends go through friends truly in pain who gets who are ultimately subjected to an area like this. I think they held back just enough for it not to make you walk out of the theater broken. But I, I, I and I think that makes it so compelling while you're watching the film. So, yeah, you can have your jokes and you can have the fun and, you know, the whole discovering the greatness of New York, which really puts New York in. <laughs> Uh, it, it really focuses the lens on why New York is, is just a funny city in general. And people's descriptions of New York are always like, eh, okay, you niggas don't even have carpets. Like that, that shit is just, it's just funny. But I think it's, I think it's so well done in this film to, to, it shows you New York through the lens of people who really love it. And that always makes like, I, it makes you understand why people come to this country and they're like, I must visit New York. You know, even I, if you're I mean, like, it is, it is the best, it is the best kind of well-round export we have is the images we give people of New York. <laughs> yeah, and then they get there. <laughs> and it's like sitting in the corner going, what is that smell? But no, I mean, you also have to remember that Pete Doctor is the person behind Inside Out, Up, and Monsters, Inc. So I think he was the right person to pair with Kemp Powers. I know less about Mike Jones, but um, that they seem to be the like a really good power duo with respect to kind of wanting to honor things because P Doctor is not afraid of metaphysics and he's not afraid of anything that gets into like the ideological or the philosophical. So you tie that with someone who is working on a passion project and says we need to really give this life and breathe this life into it. I really felt like that was a good idea. Now I I I had to stop reading or looking at anything people were saying about soul online. But one thing that I did think was really impactful was um, one person had said that they watched it with their kid and it was the best way for them to be able to go into having a conversation about um, being enough. And I was like, I can see that. I think, I think, you know, there are different ways that you can see yourself in a film. There are different ways in which we can see our community and our culture in a film. And I think not narrowing them, not narrowing those down to the black lead must be black. He must look physically black and he must always be embodied as black as he blackity black black 
it's it's limiting, especially when you're dealing with animation. Right, but let's be okay. But because uh, uh, let's let's not harp on that because this thing has a ninety-seven percent review rating on Rotten Tomatoes for a reason. This film was great. No, I, I think no, the, I, I think people... like even when we talk about like this, right. this guy's a jazz pianist and a teacher. Right. Yeah, and those are not typical things that you get when we get person like embodiments of blackness on screen. It's not, especially not in animation. Well, he is yeah. in no way, shape, fashion, or form a caricature or a shtick. And I thought that was great because it made everything else work. Well, you know what like, I think that, all, yeah. what, that's what? also done with the with his barber. You get this big black dude with the with the shape up and everything. And then when he actually when you actually get into his character. Right. It's like, oh, we are not a monolith of big swole niggas who look like they just got out of prison and now cut hair because they're really good at it. That might be the first thing you look at. You're like, oh, here we go, big black dude. And then when he starts talking, you're like, oh, just cool nigga who just happens to be a big dude, period. Yeah, that's what I mean. I wasn't trying to harp on that other thing. I'm talking about all the different kind of layers that they gave that. The relationship between him and his mama, the relationship with his mama and like the flashback they gave you to their family and the relationship he had with his father. So you know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of Sophie's love. So I got a lot of Sylvie's love kind of feeling because both of them were dealing with jazz and you have the typical, um, these representations of blackness surrounding music that we typically don't see. Even to the, the fact of the matter of having a mother um, who lovingly was doing this, more lovingly in, in this movie than in Sylvie's love, basically saying like, hey, man, um, that doesn't pay the bills <laughs> and you need a job. And I and I want you, and 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 in this way, it, it's looking a little bit past that, uh, and not the way Sylvie's Love did it, but more in a way of, hey, it's one thing to have passions, it's one thing to have these things that you really enjoy, but when that becomes an obsession, and you're unable to basically live your life, and you're unable to enjoy life because you're so focused on this passion that it be, it's become a, a you know a hindrance to your life, hey. Maybe you need to look at some other things. Maybe you need to look past that, and you're not making your life just this one thing. Could you have this entire life? And that's again what this film talks about. And I think it's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's but what also, I was saying, though with the whole the, the the this is my trifecta for the holiday season: my rainy, this, and Sylvie's love. Like they they are there's a direct connection between all of those films as far as just talking about the jazz, but then these different elements of blackness that we don't get to see, I think, enough in films. And now we're getting in a, we get one in an old style film, we get one in a Pixar cartoon, and we get the other one in a play brought to, you know, film or streaming, however you want to put it. But I also feel like they kind of staged the parts of this work because Kent Powers' background is on the stage. And like, so some of the staging and the moments they gave us with like soliloquies, I also think that kind of created an intimacy that you don't usually get, well, outside of a Pixar animated film, but that we don't ever really see them give black stories, period. I was kind of sad that we only got it in an animated feature, but I will take it. (laughs) All right. I don't know, man. I don't know how you don't like soul. Like you may not catch everything that's in here, but it's it's artsy, it's charming. Even when the plot is messy, it's it's messy because it's real. 
So I don't I don't see how you don't I don't see how you don't like something about soul. Unless don't you know. don't think, have, unless you don't have one. I think the film I think the film is just beautiful. Like in there are just beautiful moments throughout this film. And I just don't I don't understand how you're not impressed with how much care they took to tell this story and how much care they put into the characters they chose to tell it in the way they depicted them. Yeah. You know, it's really, really relatable. You know, and it's something you want to watch with your kids. Like you, you have to watch a lot of these films with your kids. I get that. And it's great when they're great films and it's okay when they're not sometimes, but this is one that you like, you want to watch with your kids. If they're like, let's watch soul. I'm going to be like, yeah, sure. Let's watch soul. I love soul. Let's do it. What did the baby watch with you? Um, the baby was probably asleep because I think I watched so no, she was um Ash was holding her, so she did watch with us for a while, and then I think she went to sleep. Because Ashley wasn't one that, that Ashley was kind of like in and out on this film, and I think part of that had to do with the fact that she was dealing with Ava um while she was watching it. And I think some of some, I think the abstract um characterizations in the beginning of the film kind of she didn't gel with them. I don't know if she expected that from a Pixar film. And it is different. That's fair. It starts off, heavy, it starts off hard and heavy with, oh, yeah. you know, what happens with this character and just kind of introducing him. And you're like, oh, it's a sad black guy. Like, he just, he's unfulfilled. And then, that you know, he gets, he gets the whole beautiful dream sequence and that's great. And then, you know, it's coming. And, but, but then what happens after that, it, it's a lot of depth to it. And it yeah. really is a sit and shut up and just watch. Don't ask questions. Don't do things like that. Like, let it play out. It's well done. So you need to just sit and let it happen. Before I, you I, much about it. I also think that this movie tackles selfishness and self-involvedness, not just in the way that Chris was talking about, but in a, in a, in a, in a more in a more personal kind of way, like, and I think that's why I appreciated some of the things that other people are taking issue with is because sometimes you don't hear your own selfishness until it kind of feels like you're saying it to yourself. Uh, like, like sometimes you only, like if you don't do introspection or if you think the way that you are is okay. Like this guy it's like a lot of people like I mean we all can resonate with like having this thing that's our thing and maybe never being able to just quite get our hands on it for it to really be the thing that we can use to drive our life and when you get into the second part of the story that that I that I don't want to spoil and you start to see how his like how Chris was you were saying his laser focus on that thing it became an obsession but it wasn't just about how it became obsessed and he missed everything else it was about what kind of person it turned him into and and the selfishness that he felt his dream and his needs gave him permission to make everybody else deal with mm-hmm and and how it made it to where he never learned how to articulate what this need was to him in a way that might actually have been able to get him the support or or like 
get him the network or just even get him the opportunities that he needed. So I really liked that. And it it had a slight feel of Mr. Holland's opus every once in a while when you kept running into his students Mm-hmm. Or and how that connected back to it. So I really appreciated all those different elements in it because you're right. This movie starts heavy-handed, and some of the messaging for that respect is very heavy-handed, and I did not like that. But as it started to even out, and you you realized why they set up that sense of desperation, because quite frankly, that's that was a little off-putting for me. And then you saw how it played out through the rest of the movie and how it impacted other people. I was like, this is I don't. I should you do I need to call my therapist because I I don't appreciate any of this. Maybe I should go to therapy. But yeah, I, and I was mad. I was mad. I felt like this movie was really loud at parts in ways that I just would found to be disrespectful because it made me have to think about myself. But I also agree. It was very beautiful. Um, I deeply, deeply enjoyed massive parts of it. And the things that I didn't like about it were probably because I should go to therapy. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, Up is still my favorite. But every time I think about Soul or I watch it, I like it more. And that just means I like the movie. All right. This is up there with... I don't, I don't like ranking Pixar films because it just is too hard. But to me, this is I feel the same way about this film like I felt about Coco. So, um, I will yeah. gladly rank Pixar films because there are good ones and then there are cars. I mean, I, so the thing, the, well, the thing, well, the thing about the thing, see, the thing about it is, the bad ones I just kind of forget. So I forgot about I forgot Cars is a Pixar film. Well, so, I mean, so that's that's my bad. I just think Cars is not good in comparison to so many. It, it's not on the level that a Pixar film should be, and part of that's right. probably because it's uh, Owen. Um, what's the name? Owen Wilson or whatever. Like he just annoys me in general. But like even Monsters University, Monsters Inc. is an amazing Pixar film, and Monsters University is not. You know, so some things you just can't do again, in my opinion. Monsters University was actually a kids' movie. Monsters Inc. was not. Yeah, Monsters Inc. Again, but but Pixar knows what it. Nick Pixar knows what it is. So it knows when it does a film that is not Pixar esque quality. And I think Monsters. I think University is that. I think Cars Two is definitely that. You know, and then when you start talking about stuff like this and Up and Coco. And the shorts, all the shorts, literally all the shorts. It, it, that's Pixar to me. That's when I that that would be like if I went and saw um, a Ghibli film and it, a cartoon and it wasn't good. I would I would I would be like, "There's no way you're gonna convince me that's a Studio Ghibli film because it doesn't it doesn't fit in the lineup." And I've yet no. to watch. It. So that's what I just kind of expect from Pixar. So when well, we look get at you with the you and the high standards. You can't give us Coco and Up and Inside, and you can't give us these films in or in and out and not expect this to happen. Like, bro, it's not my fault. Y'all set the bar. <laughs> I'm just enjoying and reaping the benefits of it. Um, Even the ones that don't end up on my favorite list, I at least enjoyed them for the most part when I watched them. There are a few that are one and done, but there aren't many. But Soul, I could watch again. And I think I would learn something new or I would find something else that I enjoyed about it or it would hit me different pretty much every time that I saw it. And that's that's pretty much what I like about a movie. So it's a solid it's a solid installment and I and I really liked how they addressed it. And I really hope that people take note of how they handled dealing with all the different aspects 
of being black and having a black lead character, but also things that don't have anything to do with race or ethnicity and still blending them into the story and letting them work. This is one of the few times when I felt like in an animated movie, they weren't trying to act like having a black character in a world with black people in it meant that you were in some kind of alternate earth. Uh, yeah, this and, is, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a story that fits for everything that happens to center a black man and black people. And so it's like, cause a lot of the secondary characters, almost all the secondary human characters are, are black. And so, but it's a story that can go for anybody. It's, it's a, it's a universal story almost, but still manages to, to give you enough of that blackness. So I really do. I really did appreciate that. Um, out of 10, what would you give it, bro? Ooh. Mm. seems to be my number lately but i feel like this is still hanging out in the eight and a half land for me got you brandon how about you i'm nine strong and growing yeah that's where i'm at i'm at a nine too like i said i i i watched this not really expecting much i had it sitting i've had the screener for a while just didn't watch it and finally was like i should probably watch this and i'm really glad i did um I don't know why you acting like we ain't had to mention eight, nine thousand times. Are you gonna watch Soul? Hey, listen. I mean, listen. I watched it, didn't I? Cartoon film. I'm proud of you. We are two for two for Chris watching movies that qualify as quote black films. Mm, but it's a Pixar film, so that's different. Oh no, 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 no. Oh. We keeping this one too. We keeping this one too. It can be a. It can be. It can be dual listed. I, well, I'm just saying. You, you, you. If you get go over your quota this year. That means I'll watch none in 2021. So I'm just. I don't, oh, we gonna find some in 2021. We gonna find some, Chris. Wait, so did Challenge, you watch Miami? You say what now? Have you seen One Night in Miami yet? Yeah, I did see that. So you've seen a lot of black films this year, Chris. I like, don't. I I always see a lot of black films. You guys just like joking on me, like I don't. There's only a certain. <laughs> there's only a certain small subset of black films I don't see. That's basically. I think like the, the the super black comedies, I probably don't watch those, but I don't watch a lot of comedies anyway. So it's it's you have seen a wider breadth musicals, of and, type and, of black film and musicals. this year. Yeah, I was gonna tell you to go watch the black comedies, dog. Like that just I'm sorry, I like I like a good funny nigga, but not when they be paying them a whole lot of money. Those films typically are Kevin Hardy and they're not good. I'm right. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm trying like, to make you do that because yeah. I don't watch a lot of those either. Yeah, so those, you're not so, even so, so those so those and musicals. Those are those are only two I don't go to see. I go to see all the other black films. Y'all know this. Y'all just lying on me. It's fine. When you say all the other black films, you mean like the one of these we get a year that this year we just happen to get more of? Because typically all we no, get no, no. Come on, other years I see I see all those. I do. When 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 is it? When is one that I do, I have not seen like last year or anything like that? The photographs. The photographs were this year, wasn't it? No, that was that was this year. Yeah, that was, was, oh my year. god, that was this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. See? Oh my see? god, I see? felt like it was like twenty years see? ago. That's the only one. I'm. That's like really the only one that was probably good that I missed. And wasn't that like there was a reason why I didn't go see that? There was something. Was that a Will Packer film? Was, was a, yes. Yeah. So that's why. No, I no, it's not a Will Packer film. So but I thought there was a so conflict. That's, that's what the, I thought it was a Will Packer film. That's why I didn't go see it. So that's fine. No, Saraji did release a Will Packer film this year. It just wasn't that. It was what men want. There you go. So see, I, and you guys that's know, the one you wouldn't go right, see. Right. You guys know I don't go see Will Packer films. So it's like Will Packer. Yeah. And, yeah come on. Like, so. Wait, I was I the only one who went to see What Women Want? Did I end up going by myself? And I went to see What Men Want. 
I did. That's right. Yeah, y'all did. Y'all did, did. did a review we did, for that. We did. We did. Yeah. See over here. Lying. What does that tell you? We can't even remember. Y'all over here lying what? on I me. That film was terrible. I remember. And I watched it again on Hulu just to make sure I wasn't wrong about it being terrible, and it was worse the second time. Same. Same. It was painful. Yeah. So it was bad. It, second so time. So y'all did it twice. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I like to I I like to level set. Like when I first watched Soul, I'm like, oh, this was fun. This was cute. And then I started thinking about all the stuff that happened in this movie. And I was like, you know what? I think I like this movie more than I thought I was going to. And so I watched it again just to get it, you know, check no, my gut. No, no, bro. You know, that is different than a movie you absolutely did not like up front. The first no, time. sometimes I'll watch those too because sometimes I just, I like, maybe I just did, maybe I was not nice to this movie. So you're going to watch Wonder Woman 1984 twice? Don't do that. We haven't got there yet. Sorry. Can I have a super cut? Can I have a super cut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, man? I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't say that's the water gotta, super cut of, man. We ain't done the review we're, yet. We're, 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 this is a preview of um, what's coming soon. Um, all right. Um, anything else you guys want to say about Soul? Please see this movie. Yeah, please go see this. There's gonna be a lot of other I movies coming want, out on Christmas. I want, people, I want to hear this. people's opinion. I want to hear what this makes them think about. So please go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Please go see Soul. Uh, coming into Disney Plus um, on Christmas. So you guys have it. You guys are all have Disney Plus. So this is one of the ones you can go watch. Um, it'll be there. Y'all gonna have such a good Christmas. You can watch Ma Rainey, and then you can watch Sylvie Love, and then you can watch Soul. There you go. Merry Christmas. The jazz trifecta. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So. Please watch them in that order. Yeah. Don't yeah. watch Ma Rainey last. Yeah, don't do that. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Movie trailer reviews. We got plenty more reviews coming out. Um, we'll have a non-spoiler and spoiler review for Wonder Woman 1984. That'll be coming out as well. If you go to premium, you'll hear uh, our spoiler review of um, Tenet. We also uh, just recorded a spoiler review for the first three episodes of the season five of The Expanse. Um, and we have plenty more stuff coming out. Again, we'll have Antebellum, Fate, uh, Fate Al. We'll also have um, a Fatal. We'll also have um, uh, Deep Palm and I are going to be talking about uh, the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. So stay tuned for that as well. So. Again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening, and until next time, we're out of here. Peace.